0: have the characters all fleshed out, but you don't really have the plot figured out. Or you have the beginning and how you want to start your story, but you're not really clear on how it's going to end. And because of this, you stop thinking about it at all. In fact, you don't even put your pen to the page because you're kind of like me, handsome, smart, and perfectionistic. So you don't do anything with it. Another thing that happens, sometimes as a performer, I will feel stuck. I have a role that I'm committing to, but I have these ideas that I want to demonstrate to the audience or to the camera that I think would be really, uh, would flesh out the character even more. But I hold back because maybe that's not the kind of story we're trying to tell. Or I imagine the director has an idea on what they want me to do. And so I go into a people-pleasing performer, and I take minimal risk for maximum appreciation and admiration, just so that I can do a good job. Does that ever happen to you? Well, if it does, you're in luck, because today on Kaleidoscope Radio, we're going to talk about a few tips that will get you out of your head, into your body, to give yourself permission to write what you want to write. To express yourself boldly, I call today's episode Let It Rip: How to Get Unstuck. Hit it, orchestra! Welcome back to Kaleidoscope Radio. I'm your host Jonathan Hernandez. Thank you so much for being with me. I know it's been quite a long time since I've been on the microphone, but I've been working really hard on my my technique, on my writing skills, and in fact, that is what led to me coming up with this idea for the episode, so that I can share with you all my findings and see if I can help anybody who might feel stuck themselves. I'm excited to be with you this year because I have a lot of ideas that I'd like to share with you on top of some fun stuff. Um, some stories that I've written that I think we can kind of produce and put some production quality to it and it can be like a nice little audio tales from time to time. And yeah, so you're going to want to stick around this year because I have a lot to offer and I feel really good about what I'm offering, which is why it led me to this feeling of being stuck because I wanted to produce my own written work to you, the audience, and wanted to kind of cast a net to more people. And this is a culmination of artists. And I want to share what they all have uh, created in their own lives to give to you. So stick around. This year is going to be fantastic. Now, in the beginning of this episode, I posed a prompt for you to kind of Think it over, think it around, kind of bring up a memory that you really don't want to experience, and then I'm gonna come in with these solutions, and I'll feel like a savior, and you'll feel thankful, and that's the whole selling model here. But uh, no, 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 and that not at all. I I experience what I've prompted to you all the time. I definitely have senses of feeling stuck. Um, and I've also had moments of feeling quite confident in what I'm writing or um, what I'd like to perform and how I'd like to do certain certain actions, and and it all worked out. Now I know we are talking about two separate things: feeling stuck as a performer and feeling stuck as a writer. And I'm definitely aware that one might not be experiencing what the other is feeling, and that's okay. In fact, that's great. But as collaborators you will be working with writers as a performer and writers will be working with actors. And I think if we bridge that communication together and kind of divulge the, maybe the insecurities or these uh, vulnerabilities that we are feeling, we might have a, a quicker way to finding some resolution. And who knows, you might be inspired by each, each party. And so I'd like to take this time to talk to the performer side of you or the performer storyteller and talk about a little bit about why I feel stuck as a performer or what tends to happen for me when I'm feeling like I'm not able to produce a particular um, action or emotion to help the director with their ideas or to help just tell the story more clearly. Normally when I'm working on material... I have a kind of a vague, clouded sense of how I would like to perform this. And it might not be the most optimal way to dealing with it as a performer. Um, So I I do recognize that. But when I'm reading a script and I'm trying to put myself into that character so that I can kind of gauge what it is that I'm doing, I'll have some fantasies of how I'd like to play this part. Up until I've received a script recently that I have no idea what to do. And I'm talking to you right now with a little bit of excitement, but in the beginning, I was really nervous. I did not know, I couldn't see myself in that role, one one thing. And then secondly, I just felt a lot more insecure about, because I, I kind of feel like I I pride myself on having a, a bag of tricks in that up my sleeve that I can just pull out when I don't feel like I know what I'm doing. And maybe those are called um, crutches that us as actors use to kind of help get through something. Um, and I've kind of feel like the past few years, I've been using all those tricks. And I'm not someone who likes to use the same trick twice. So I'm at a a ground floor and I have to just rebuild. And it's exciting. Again, it's exciting now um, because there's a lot more vulnerability and that makes for more interesting storytelling and performing. But there is also a sense of like, I have no idea how this is being conveyed. And you have to trust the writer. You have to trust the, the playwright. You have to trust your director. You have to put a lot more trust in the production that this is going to work out we wanna be able to release that grip on our brain that's kind of bogging us down, um, kind of constricting our breath, uh, because the end goal here is to be as present, as free, as loose as possible, and allowing yourself to just kind of impulsively react to the scene or, or the story. So here are three things that you can do to feel unstuck. Number one, you have to change your mindset. And that might look like a couple things. You have a conversation with yourself regarding giving yourself permission to be free, to let yourself be imperfect, to allow yourself to be at a place where you feel like you're enough. And sometimes that kind of feels a little too uncomfortable for actors or performers to say because, one, they might use that that fuel, the I'm not good enough fuel to propel them into uh, motivating them to try to be better. Um, I don't recommend that, but I know that people do it. I've done it in the past, and there's a more optimal way, at least for me, and that's worked well well enough for me to continue onward, which is, hey, Jonathan, we're going to give ourselves permission to do this performance in this method. Especially because it's a rehearsal and we're just trying to figure it out. We're just trying to figure it out. That's kind of like my slogan for when I'm feeling stuck. We're just trying to figure it out. And by doing that, I'm really able to be more present, relaxed in my own body, and uh, not force something to come about. And once you have that conversation with yourself, you're ready to take action. Which leads to my second point, committing further to your action. So it's going to feel uncomfortable, you have that negotiation with yourself, you're you're in the zone, now you're going to play further, and it's almost like too dramatic, maybe it's overacting, I don't know what that looks like for you, but any type of emotion that the character is going through, you want to go even higher, even further, almost to where it feels even more uncomfortable. Then you can kind of have that conversation with yourself again, You know, depending on how well you feel. Uh, You can continue this cycle through and through again. And what that does is that it opens your imagination further. It allows you to really see, whoa, I I am not just playing small. The reason why I'm playing small is because of maybe some insecurities. But when I play it further, I actually am more, I feel more in tune with my body. I feel more in tune with what I'm saying. And that's going to help you be more specific, and that always looks good on stage. So the third point that I want to bring up, and this is also another tactic, in case you've overcommitted to a point where you're like, okay, I'm not feeling anymore, I'm feeling numb. You want to play the opposite of your tactics. So sometimes when I read a script, I'll have an idea of how I want to, a verb that I kind of utilize or a tactic to to portray, to try to get the character to do what I want. And sometimes by playing the opposite tactic, you will have even more imaginational uh, ideas that come into your mind. And that's going to help too. So those are the three steps that I would recommend on how to get unstuck, especially when your brain is... Especially when that hand on your brain is holding you down and trying to make you feel limited or small. Because the truth of the matter is, these stories need to be told, and you're the one that's going to tell them. So let's take a commercial break, and we will be right back. And when we return, we're going to have a discussion about how to get unstuck as a writer. Oh, what's that? No commercials? Our sponsors dropped out already? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done an episode in about maybe a year, over a year or so. Well, hey, I've been busy. What can I say? Oh, we're still on. Okay, no commercial break. But hey, if you need to use the restroom, get a sip of water or something like that, you go ahead and do that. I'm going to go ahead and talk to myself for a bit. Man, I really need sponsorships. Welcome back to Kaleidoscope Radio. Now, this segment of the podcast is going to be dedicated to the writers of the world. And myself, really. Because when I'm talking to you, I'm really talking to myself. And this is just a really good way on how to process what I've experienced. Now, as I've been writing, I've been spending... uh, Well, first, (laughs) I have not been writing. Because if you remember from the pitch I did in the beginning... It's like I have these ideas that are coming out in my head, I think them through, and then it just stops. It stops because I feel like A, that story has been told before, B, that story has been told before and it sounds or looked way better than what I can imagine, or C, I don't have all the plots laid out or the drama or even the comedy of it and therefore it just sits there. I have so many notes in my phone that just go nowhere. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, You probably have the same thing, which which is great. You're kind of exercising that part of your mind, and I still recommend doing that. The other thing, though, is that I feel a little bit perfectionistic when it comes to writing. Uh, I say a little bit because I want to feel better about myself. Truth of the matter is, it's a lot of it. I am super perfectionistic about it, I'm probably more perfectionistic about writing than I am about portraying a character. And I think that's really just because the words are already there for me. So there's not like... um, I can't change what's written as as an actor. I just kind of have to do and perform. And sometimes my body speaks better than my mind does. But I digress. If you feel stuck when writing, if you have these ideas... And they don't go any further than just being ideas, or maybe just a little bit of like a notes in your laptop. Here are three tips to help you get unstuck. Tip number one, and it's very similar to the tip that I've shared with the performer side, and that is to give yourself permission to let it rip. I like that mantra. Uh, one, it reminds me of the show The Bear, which if you haven't had a chance to check it out, I highly recommend it. It's, it's the storytelling of that is phenomenal. And in that story, uh, a brother is telling his sibling to let it rip, like let go. Uh, and there are many other mantras that you can give yourself. The That one just kind of speaks clearly to me. I remember watching it being in tears, telling myself, okay, I'll let it rip. Uh, But you want to have some sort of negotiation with yourself, a mantra that when you say it to yourself, boom, you execute. It could be, let it rip. It could be more polite, like, well, let's just see what happens. It could be something a little bit passive, like, so what? I'm going to write whatever I feel and whatever I'm inclined to tell. Something like that will help you, any type of mantra, any type of negotiation that you give yourself is going to help you push the needle further in your writing. And once you're able to do that, I have a couple of exercises, which is point two and point three on how you can better execute from once you feel unstuck. Tip number two, after you've negotiated with yourself and gave yourself that permission to write whatever, you wanna think about your intention. What's the intention that you're trying to get in this story? Or even as a writer, your intention matters. And when you're able to dial down that intention on, let's say, I don't know, it's a particular idea of a character that you have. But if you think about the intention of that character, maybe something will spark and it will generate some momentum for you to write it out. Uh, The caveat with intention is, or I would say the superpower of intention is the specificity of it. So the more specific you can get about the intention of what you're writing, the more imaginative, the more fun it will be, and you'll able you'll be able to dial that down onto the page. Tip number three. Now you have to challenge yourself. You have to challenge that part of your brain that's saying Oh, it's already been done before, or I saw that movie, or I saw the idea of what I've written on screen already, and it was a huge hit, so there, there's really no point in me writing something similar to that. Well, that's a half-brained thought, I, I would say, uh, because you haven't fleshed out enough of the story to really allow whether or not it's true. Um, when I was working on a science fiction piece, I was reminded of how close it is to these other stories that I've seen on screen, and uh, it, it's true, it's it's very uh, homage to them and that type of science fiction, uh, and I believe that there's something that's a little bit more unique than the rest, and because of that, the uniqueness came out of, by me, being specific, so in order for you to really allow yourself to give yourself that permission to write whatever it is you want to write, to let it so, so-called rip, and I'm not talking about farts, guys. Come on, get your head out of your head. Anyways, challenge that part of your brain that is giving you this like half-assed idea on it not being good enough. Because, again, what you're wanting to do is to get specific. So allow yourself, find a, a comfortable place um, to really sit with those ideas and push your story further. And the best way to do that is to be more imaginative with it. And the best way to do that is to be specific. Now, sometimes being specific is really, really tough. And, and you're kind of like, well, how do I allow myself to be specific? Like, like you might not know where to start, if you feel like that, I have an exercise for you. It really helps open your mind, helps you become more imaginative, helps you see things a lot clearer. The exercise is to think about something that you uh, enjoy looking at. So, so sometimes it could be like a really uh, sleek vehicle design, or um, it could be uh, a camera. You can think of a cruise ship or a cell phone. Again, it's something that you have a real clear Image once you've created the image in your head, I want you to be more specific with that image, and what that might look like is going from a disassociated place into a more uh, associated, like first-person view of that. Kind of see yourself in that vehicle or or on that ship, and really start to visualize the mechanics of how it all works, the details of the furniture, the craftsmanship, the nuts and bolts that had to go into creating something standing or creating something to where it can be uh, capable to run on sea or run on wheels. Uh, And keep going further in that because the further you can get with the color, the smell, the texture how it was created, allowing yourself to go very further and deeper into that. And sometimes if you can get you get kind of lost in it, then just go all the way back to being disassociated with it, seeing it for what it is, and then go again, go back inward and examine what you've already noticed. By doing this a few times a week, um, maybe trying to make a daily practice of it, it allows for you to become more imaginative it allows for you to be more strategic in how you are writing. And um, yeah, I just, I've been having a great fun time with it. And it, it's created more imaginative ideas for me to lay out. And again, there's moments where I'll feel like this has been done before this has been created already. Uh, and I've made that negotiation with myself to just let it rip. So these are just a few tips on how to feel unstuck, whether you're a writer or performer. I hope you can use these and exercise with these, and I would love to hear your results or did you have a breakthrough? And if not, you know tell me tell me that too. I'm very curious about that. You can message me through Instagram at Kaleidoscope Radio Show. Or email me at Jonathan at com. My name is Jonathan Hernandez, asking you, what's your story?